Judge, this is the statement of Jamie Kloss. Okay. Last October, Jake Patterson took a lot of things that I love away from me. I have to have an alarm on the house now just so I can sleep. I used to love to go out with my friends. I loved to go to school. I loved to do dance. He took all of those things away from me too. He stole almost everything I loved from me. For 88 days, he tried to steal me, and he didn't care who he hurt or who he killed to do that. He should stay locked up forever. Today's case, I'm going to talk about a kidnapping that happened considerably recently in 2018, and that, thank God, had a happy ending. Well, the ending was happy, but unfortunately, the day of the kidnapping and the 88 days that this girl was held by her kidnapper certainly left an empty space in her life that will hardly ever be refilled. Today, I'm going to tell you about the kidnapping of Jane Kloss. Hello everyone, I hope you are doing alright. I'm Fabio Carvalho, and this is the Mystery Archive Project. Follow us on the streaming platform you are listening to now to receive notification whenever a new episode comes out. To see the photos of this case, just follow us on Instagram at mystery underscore archive or on our YouTube channel. Now, let's have a good look in today's case. Today's story will recount the most tense days lived by a 13-year-old teenager named Jamie Lynn Kloss, the only child of the couple James and Denise Kloss, age 56 and 46 years old, from Barron, Wisconsin, in the United States. On October 15, 2018, at 12.50 a.m., the family's dog wouldn't stop barking, and this made Jamie wake up. Upon arriving in the living room, she saw through the window a car parked at the door of the house and then she went upstairs to tell her parents what was happening. James went down, opened the curtain and saw outside a man dressed in black and covering his face due to the cold that night. James could barely speak something because the man outside fired through the window and fatally hit him who was killed on the spot. With the noise, Denise and Jane left the room and hid in the bathroom. The masked man managed to enter the house and started looking for the girls. Upon reaching the top floor, he realized that the bathroom's door was locked. Denise got her mobile phone and quickly called the police, but she didn't say anything because she didn't want the man to know she was on a call. The criminal managed to break down the door and enter the bathroom. He wore black from head to toe, including mask and gloves. Directing orders to Denise, he said to tie her daughter, arms and legs, and put a tape over her mouth. Even in desperation, she obeyed orders. After tying up Jane, the masked man shot Denise, who also died on the spot. He then carried Jane out of the house, threw her in the trunk of his car, and left. 
everything happened very fast, about 5 minutes between the time of the first shot and the escape. Less than a minute later, the police arrived at the house, but unfortunately, for just a few seconds, it was too late. From inside the car, James could hear the noises of the sirens, which were getting farther and farther away until they disappeared. The police could only find the bodies of James and Denise. Looking at the photos that existed in the house, the police saw that the family consisted of two adults and a teenager. As they didn't find the girl at home, they realized it was a kidnapping and immediately issued the Amber Alert. The police also spoke with neighbors to see if they could collect any clues and, although almost everyone heard shots, no one saw anything. The shooting wasn't something strange there, because the hunting of animals is a common practice in that region. After nearly an hour of driving, the kidnapper parked his car, took Jane out of the trunk and took her inside. Upon reaching the place of captivity, she realized how messy the place was and how much it stank. It looked like a nice house, but it hadn't been cleaned in a long time. Jamie was then thrown on the bedroom floor and pushed under a bed. The men surrounded the bed with very, very heavy boxes. Jamie had little right to freedom even inside the room. She only got up to go to the bathroom or to eat, but everything was in there. She spent most of her time under the bed. She used to go without eating, drinking, or going to the bathroom for up to 12 hours. Over the next few days, the townspeople mobilized and began searching for the girl, but to no avail. No one had any idea where she was, what the kidnapper looked like, his car, nothing. In parallel, the police interrogated investigated possible suspects who were already known for some type of crime in the region, but they all had an alibi and the police were unable to arrest anyone, not even temporarily. A few weeks after the kidnapping, the police increasingly lost hope in the chances of finding the girl, because with the death of the parents and with no contact with other family members, a possible ransom request would never be made and that crime was treated as trafficking. Months passed and Jane gained some of the kidnapper's trust. She could walk around the room and sit on the floor, but she still didn't have access to any other room in the house. On Christmas Eve, the man told Jane his parents were coming to visit for Christmas. If she made any noise or tried to run away, he wouldn't care who was in front of him and he would end with her life. Treats like that were routine. Once Jamie checked some box just out of curiosity and the man threatened her that something worse would happen to her if she continued rummaging through the things in his room. In another moment, for which she doesn't remember the reason, he slapped a kind of club on her back and again warned that if she did something wrong, 
the punishment would be even worse. Imagine waking up with the feeling that all these events were a nightmare, but in a split second, you realize that is actually real. That was how Jamie felt every morning when she woke up. She lived her worst nightmare every day. For the search, a $50,000 bonus was being offered to anyone who gave information leading to the James rescue. Half of it was provided by the police and the other half was provided by the company where James and Denise worked. Her face was all of the newspapers, on posters and on the television. Early the following year, the man decided he needed to look for a job. So, on January 10th, 2019, he went for an interview and Jane didn't give up. She saw that day the opportunity to flee. Lying under the bed, she gathered all her strength to open any space between the boxes and escape. And she did. Just wearing pajamas, she grabbed the first pair of sneakers she saw in the bedroom and fleed. Despite being around 4 p.m., the temperature was below freezing. The place she was leaving behind was a cabin with lots of trees around it, with no close neighbors. Jamie ran down the main road and found a woman walking a dog. This woman was Jean Nutter. Jean immediately recognized her, and the two ran to the nearest house to hide and from there called the police. Jane was in Gordon, a town one hour away from where she used to live. She gave all the futures of the criminal, in addition to the futures of the car she remembered from the day of the kidnapping. Upon returning home, the kidnapper saw the door opened and the space between the boxes in his room. He looked in every room in the house and couldn't find her. So he got in the car and went out in search of the girl. It didn't take long for the police to be on the streets looking for him and in a few minutes the car was identified. The police intercepted the vehicle and told him to get out of the car. Immediately, he turned himself in, saying he was the one who kidnapped Jane Kloss. Jamie was kidnapped for 88 days. She was very thin and was taken to the hospital. But who was this man? He was Jake Thomas Patterson, 21 years old, with no police record. At school, he was very shy, with few friends. He didn't participate in activities like theater or prom, but he was very good in his exams. As a teenager, he never had any social network. His choice of Jamie for the kidnapping was made out of nowhere. He said he saw her getting on a school bus and felt something very strange, something he couldn't explain but was a feeling like he needed to have her. Jake thought out a detailed plan of how to kidnap her without leaving any clues. He changed his license plate, used a shotgun that is the same type of weapon used by hunters in the region, 
and even using a mask to not identify his face, he shaved his hair and beard so as not to leave any traces around the house that contained DNA. Although he confessed the crime and collaborated with investigations, as she is a minor and it's a very recent case, a lot of information about how he treated James was not disclosed. At the trial, on March 27, 2019, Jamie chose not to be present at the hearings and through her lawyer, she asked for police statements to be used as part of the process, in addition to having written a letter that was read in court. Judge, this is the statement of Jamie Kloss. Okay. Last October, Jake Patterson took a lot of things that I love away from me. It makes me the most sad that he took away my mom and my dad. I loved my mom and dad very much, and they loved me very much. They did all they could to make me happy and protect me. He took them away from me forever. I felt safe in my home, and I loved my room and all of my belongings. He took all of that too. I don't want to even see my home or my stuff because of the memory of that night. My parents and my home were the most important things in my life. He took them away from me in a way that will always leave me with a horrifying memory. I have to have an alarm on the house now just so I can sleep. I used to love to go out with my friends. I loved to go to school. I loved to do dance. He took all of those things away from me too. It's too hard for me to go out in public. I get scared and I get anxious. These are just ordinary things that anyone like me should be able to do, but I can't because he took them away from me. But there are some things that Jake Patterson can never take from me. He can't take my freedom. He thought that he could own me, but he was wrong. I was smarter. I watched his routine and I took back my freedom. I will always have my freedom and he will not. Jake Patterson can never take away my courage. He thought he, control, he could control me, but he couldn't. I feel like what he did is what a coward would do. I was brave and he was not. He can never take away my spirit. He thought that he could make me like him, but he was wrong. He can't ever change me or take away who I am. He can't stop me from being happy and moving forward with my life. I will go on to do great things in my life, and he will not. Jake Patterson will never have any power over me. I feel like I have some power over him, because I get to tell the judge what I think should happen to him. He stole my parents from me. He stole almost everything I loved from me. For 88 days, he tried to steal me, and he didn't care who he hurt or who he killed to do that. He should stay locked up forever. For the murder of James and Denise, kidnapping and imprisonment of James, Jake was sentenced to life in prison. James didn't want to return home, didn't want to take anything that was inside except the dog and decided to start a new life with her aunt, who is now her legal guardian. Well, guys, that was today's case. Share this episode with your friends and help our channel grow. 
To see the photos of this case, just follow us on Instagram at mystery underscore archive or on our YouTube channel. I see you in the next case. Hey, você se interessa por crimes reais, serial killers, coisas macabras e tem um senso de humor um tanto quanto sórdido? Se sim, você não está sozinho. Se você precisa de um lugar recheado de pessoas como você... Venha conhecer o podcast Pátria Amada Criminal. Todas as semanas tentamos entender o pior da humanidade. Nesse processo a gente ri, chora, fica brava, fofoca, porque afinal de contas é assim que a gente fala quando está entre amigos. Suas novas melhores amigas trevosas estão aqui no Pátria Amada Criminal.